Aside from art and music, um, I would count music as an art. I guess what's important to me? I like food, food uh, friends, although friends are similar to art in some way. No, they're not. Okay, scratch that. <laughs> so I go to a school in Hertfordshire, which is a vegetarian school. And when I was doing GCSEs, when we were doing art, we were in these small white boxes. We were quite close together, and that sort of created an artist's collective within us. And I realised that all, all the great artists were in artist groups, like the Four Cats, was Pablo Picasso, and the Abstract Expressionists, and the Gorilla Girls. And I, I realised the only real way you can make it as an artist is to be in an artist group and then break away from that at some point. I am swollen. swollen. This cat cannot be. Itching my left leg furiously, angry as a buffalo runs silently. Whenever, whenever, whatever, however, Michael Borrowman jumps over me. Sensations which cannot hold back my inner drought. A magic salesman, yeah, without. Is grass greener than the brighter fat? Coma, mystery, crew, calligram, calorie. Mundane dames of dreary doubt dabble down delicately. Desires dictate drown, Margaret. Duncan, don't touch my drainpipe with those lovely calipers. Gangrene slips down fast. Grunge keeps drastically me for love. Love and cheese, because she won't lunge towards the callow every month. Sadly, it's not as fun as I'm sleeping. Carefully, tomorrow is growing smaller. Only failure will bring goodies to the man. Recipe, slippery eggs, neck, vector graphics, hairy coconuts, Repel gel for easing my hands. Understandably, I'm fading. I'm fading like your joy. Dripping, sinking, sucking, sweating, drowning. 
it's a bit like Hogwarts, the school, because you have a really long train journey where you're just in four seats with some friends. We used to play a game where we would all say a random word and it would create a kind of story. And we started writing it down. And then when we'd read it back afterwards, it started to sound a bit like poetry. And that's how I got into poetry, really, because we read the poems. And even though they were completely random words, poetry is so subjective that you can kind of get meaning from the words, even if they're just randomly chosen. And then I realized that there's no way it's randomly chosen because they're coming into our heads subconsciously. So it's kind of a combined subconscious of all of us. There's a kind of stigma around poetry that it's pretentious, but I don't know if it is because there's a kind of poetic side to all of us. And to what extent should you change yourself to appease other people? So I thought, yeah, maybe I should just say that I'm pretentious and just live as a pretentious person. Lots of artists say, well, the artistic perspective is that you should never compromise for anyone, for anything. Just let your art be your art. But saying that, most artists live a poor life and then kill themselves. So I don't know if that's maybe the best thing. I think a lot of people think art is more of a measure of technical skill and ability, but I'd say it's self-expression, really. When people try and define art, I would say that it's just any method of self-expression, expressing your emotions, and it doesn't really matter, the medium. You should never really let the form dictate the content. And I think it does sometimes have a profound effect on you, but it all depends on the situation where you are when you're seeing the art and what you've experienced. So it's quite subjective. That's why you can't really have competitions about art because you can't really judge it. It's about your reaction. I think one of the most inspirational and maybe provocative works I've seen was um, a Mark Rothko I saw. He makes these large colourful paintings and he kind of puts all of his emotion into the specific colours he used. I've always been quite valuing colours really. I think colour is more important than composition in many ways and he just makes these blocks of colour sitting on other blocks of colour yet it has such a profound emotional, sometimes the colours are really happy and make you quite energised and other times he just has black with red squares on it. They're almost being drowned by the blackness and it does kind of put you into a state when you're looking at them. Your eyes sit on the line between the two colours and it does kind of have a strange effect. I 
I've actually got a job volunteering at Tate Modern where people ask me questions and often the questions are why is modern art so awful and why are we paying for modern art and I think the kind of art people dislike is art from the 70s called minimalism really where you have Carl Andre who piles bricks on the floor but most conceptual art these days is more bound to social change so I don't think modern art is modern really when you say modern art it's hard to define it if you say conceptual art you mean craft rather than art itself i think art is more about ideas than it is about technical skill i realized at some point that i wanted to be an artist i'm not sure when maybe after i wanted to be a filmmaker i don't think you should limit yourself to one medium you could be a painter or a poet or a potter or a sculptor and whichever form you choose shouldn't really dictate what you are So we went to Rajasthan on a school trip. It was mainly for teaching children, and it was really late, late for children, 12 o'clock-ish, and they were all dancing in the dust. And I looked around and I realised that they all had no social inhibitions, really, and they didn't care how you were dancing, and that was quite freeing. I had a revelation that I realised that they didn't know that they were going to die. Like, all children have no idea that they're going to die. I don't remember having a point where I realised that I was going to die. I just don't really remember that. Yeah, and there was also a lot of dust, so you couldn't really see anything either, which is quite cinematic. I noticed recently that a lot of my art I make is based around death and dying because I think that the, the view of death in society is wrong, really. Because often in the media you get things like, oh, this food causes cancer or this food causes heart disease and it almost creates a stigma that it's your fault if you die because you were eating the wrong food or because you weren't exercising enough. So I thought well, we should really have a naturalist view of death, really. It's just a, an end to an experience. You shouldn't take life that seriously, or death. I'm making an urn at the moment in pottery. As I was making this urn, I realised there was a kind of synchronicity to pottery and life itself because you have clay, which is taken from the earth, and then it's, it's kneaded and moulded on a wheel, which is a little bit like childhood, and then it's fired, which is like adulthood maybe, the pain of adulthood, then glazed and fired again, which is almost like the wisdom of adult life. 
And then I thought, how about I make an urn and put my ashes in this urn? And then I would write a poem on the side of the urn about my own death. It's quite a short one. It's called Obituary. For these long arms and legs to outstretch like loose threads, for the distance between me and the whole soft world to shorten and concede like skin fabric unfurled. This too too solid flesh would melt and turn my organs into felt for my outline to fade and I biodegrade. I don't think I'm different to anyone, necessarily, but I would just say that I've dedicated a lot of my life to art, and a lot of people don't just don't really care about art, and that's fine. I don't really care about 13th century flautists, but it doesn't mean I have to say that all 13th century flautists are bad. So, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm different to anyone. I don't think I would like to say, oh, I'd like to be noticed as an artist because that would just be, I wouldn't have deserved it, maybe. I'd just say I'd like to not die. I don't want to die early. <laughs> I want to live to at least 50, maybe 60, pushing it. In the next 20 years, I'd like to be better at painting. I'd like to be able to create really realistic paintings, but as well I'd like to have a creative side. I don't think I'll be very famous. Probably really, really poor, um, struggling, probably not in England, but I think I might be happy, I'm not sure. Thank you.